0: Each episode of How's Motherhood is a blend of personal parenting reflections, introductions to Danish parenting pillars, and responses to questions from listeners and followers. The opinions you hear are not to be taken as professional counseling services, but rather as daily encouragement from a Danish mother and parenting expert
1: coming from one of the happiest countries in the world. Welcome back to How's Motherhood. I'm Iben Sandahl and this is my podcast. I hope you're all having a great week. I'm looking forward to today's topic, which comes from Jess. Hi, Evan. Just wondering if you can point me in the right
0: direction. When my daughter is playing, there always has to be a bad guy or someone she excludes. She's started doing this quite severely with people as well, including her grandma and some peers. I don't know what else to try to help her. She often seems so angry. She's only four and a half years old. Any resources or
1: ideas would be greatly appreciated. Thank you. Hi, Jess. Thank you for your question, which I find quite interesting. It is so unique that children test and live out their inner life at home, where they are safe in so many ways. I understand your concern, though, as aggressive behavior is never a nice thing to witness and powerlessness is the most common feeling. You can't talk to children logically, and often may not understand why this behavior happens. I'm sure that many can relate to your inquiry because what do you do with a child that shows signs that perhaps appear to come out of the blue? The great thing is, there's so much we can learn from watching our children play on the sideline. Play is a child's first language. And through play, children develop their imagination, social skills and identity. It is where the imaginary world is created, an alternative to the current reality. In play, they negotiate roles and participation opportunities and thus develop their social skills. This is where they make friends, practice conflicts and go in and out of different communities. Here they experiment with cultural phenomena, morals and ethics. When, for example, they are pretending to be a superhero, who save someone, going shopping and paying for items, having an adult conversation on a toy phone, or saying no to someone who wants to join the game and yes to someone else. In fact, play is a child's way of being in the world. And play is so crucial that it has become a fundamental right in the UN Convention of the Child's Right, alongside the right to care and uh, clean drinking water. That's fantastic. When your child exhibits anger and exclusionary behavior through play, there is a likelihood that she has seen other children or adults do the same. Right now, she's living through and testing the behaviors she has learned from others at home in a safe environment. It might even be her who is being excluded in the game and it doesn't feel nice for her, which is why she gets angry or feels unfairly treated. Children often use play to digest everything they intercept from their surroundings and process many emotions through play. It is completely natural and important. What I would recommend you to do is, as you already do, to participate in the play. Do not reburg her or get angry or frustrated in her role in the game, which excludes others, but go at it with curiosity and openness. Help her by being a teammate who follows the game to the end. Enter the game and play a role in this fantasy world that your daughter has created. Something important is going on for her, and if she cannot process it at home in a safe environment, then there is a danger that she will feel more isolated in the long run. Through the game that she happily invites you into, you have the opportunity to become part of her world. For example, well, it might sound a little bit silly, but uh, there's uh, value behind. Grandma can bark like a dog when she's excluded and say, Woof, woof, I do not like to do nothing. What can I do to bring myself into the game again? Woof, woof. Or just bark and say, I'm a little dog who has lots of ice cream, woof, woof. Then she plays out her role. And who wouldn't want to a cute little dog with lots of ice cream, right? Put on the child's glasses and let her lead the way and see where it takes you. Play must have no other purpose than the game itself, and it ceases to be play as soon as someone thinks it should be intended to teach something specific. As adults, we are very quick to give the game a purpose and stare it toward the purpose if we participate in the game. We will focus on what is to come out of the game rather than the process itself in it. And that is how we destroy it. Yes, I'm sure this is a phase for your daughter, and I'm also convinced that she will benefit from playing it out. By trying out all the options, on how it can happen, she might even learn some strategies in playing with her friends, not necessarily consciously, but shown in action through the games you expose her to. You may have to play many games before her behavior begins to change. But if you manage to do it on her terms, she will find that where she picks up the bad guy can suddenly turn into a good guy. Thanks for listening. I always appreciate your many questions and hope you take some new inspiration with you. Have a good day. Bye.
0: Eben Sandel is a world-known author, psychotherapist and educator from Denmark. You can learn more about her work and unlock bonus podcasts while gaining access to new material by signing up for a monthly membership on www.ibinsandahl.com. If you'd like to have your question featured in How's Motherhood? feel free to submit them on her website or connect with her on her Instagram, at Eben sandel. To maintain confidentiality, surnames have been removed, but inquiries are real and come from people who find that family life can be beautiful and sometimes challenging. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to make sure you never miss a new episode.